Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. at some point, the one who can help us through all of our situations, through all of our problems, through all of our issues, all of our predicaments, is Jesus. So if we are resting in his arms, and he is here, and he's speaking to our hearts, and he's, he's making the crooked things straight, and he's making the bitter things sweet, and he's just scooping us up and holding us close, and we know it's him, that's the goal. So, all right, so um, there are some things in our lives, some weighty things, some things that are heavy. There are some things in our lives that we've been carrying that don't even belong to us. There are some things that we've been lugging around thinking that it belongs to us, but it's not something that God don't even want us to have. It's, it's, it's a label that somebody else puts on us, and we've been carrying that weight around from our childhood, something somebody said, an opinion of somebody in your life. You've been carrying that thing around for a long time. God says it's time to lighten up, to let it go. There are some, some issues and some things that has happened along the way, and life happens, but I stop by to tell somebody it's not your fault. Let it go. There are some things that has been so heavy that we can't run the race that God wants us to run because we're so weighed down by oppression and depression, anxiety, self-esteem. Before, we used to run really well when we was running for God, and all of a sudden, hardship happened and life happens. And now we're standing still, and if we stay still too long before we know it, we'll start to turn. And when we start to turn before you know it, we're looking for comfort. We're looking for a sense of belonging. We're looking for other things. Instead of running to our destiny, we're running back to the pain that we used to know. Because of the heaviness, we can't run the way we need to run. We're carrying too much weight, too much stuff, too many things that life has pressed us down. And we come to church, we keep wanting to get a place that we can be free, the place where we used to be. You remember when you first came to him? And there was just something burning on the inside and you couldn't wait to get to church. And all of a sudden, some problems, some divorce, some kids, some death in our lives. And all of a sudden, we stuck. Begin to blame God for stuff. No, wait, wait, wait. We begin to, we get, we blame the devil. Wait. My Bible tells me the devil is defeated. And God is exalted. So at some level, there's some stuff in us. There are some things that we're carrying around because God has already given us a window of escape from that thing, and we go back and pick it back up. Lighten up. And I ain't talking about change your attitude. I ain't talking about your mood. I'm talking about the stuff that we've been carrying around for a long time. Cast off that weight. 
strip it off. Lighten up. And can I just say this? Listen, I know it's 11.55, but God showed up. So it's, it's like, we, we good. If you have to leave, honestly, and you get up and go to the restroom, don't mean you're leaving. I'm not sure. But if you have to, it's all good. But somebody needs to hear this word. Amen. So I'm going to take my time. I ain't going to labor it, but I'm going to preach what God gave me. Can somebody say amen? amen? Just because we're right here right now. If I say can't stop, you say won't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. It ain't time to stop running. It ain't time to stop going and moving in the direction that God wants us to move. Now ain't the time. God be praised for what the creative order of God. But humanity is tripping right now. There's too much pain, too much war, too much hurt that's going on in our world. And it's easy for us to get to a place of despair. And we realize and we think about, well, there's no hope. There's always hope. Lighten up. Reduce the burdens. However you came and whatever your situation is, and if you want, listen, when the word of God goes forth, there's a scattering of seed. We all have to, you all, and we all have to do a, oh, some work. And we got to prepare our hearts to receive the seed. Some seed going to fall on shallow ground. And it ain't going to stick. That's the word of God. Some seed going to fall by the wayside. And as soon as it comes... The birds and the, the, the devourer are going to come and snatch it up. Some seed going to fall among thorns. And when you go back home and you go back to your family, you go back to your friend, and they're going to choke that word out. Some seed going to fall on good ground. And you're going to start making some changes in your life. There's some stuff you're going to start to let go after today. Somebody, if you open up and do the work, prepare your heart and let the word be the word. Amen? We got to, whoo, jeez. We got to reduce the burdens. There's some stuff that we know don't belong to us. There's some stuff right now, whoo, Jesus, parents. You've been carrying the burden of your child, and you can't run the way God wants you to run because you're trying to be the person who makes a difference. Only God can really help that situation. Don't mean you can't help him. Don't mean... But if you're carrying that over and over and over again, and you can't run the way God has instructed you to run, it's time. Lighten up. If you're here today, and there is some stuff that you've been carrying that you know is extra. In fact, God already took it. He already took it. And you just hold it on to it. And you can't even run. Because the wheels don't work. It's going all over the place. You can't even run because you're carrying on the stuff that don't belong to you. What is it? What is it? That's weighing you down. You come every Sunday. Maybe you just started coming because you know, I can't move. I'm stuck. God say, let it go. Change your appetite. Sometimes, and listen, this has nothing to do with physical. Sometimes, spiritually, the stuff we're eating, the stuff we're listening to, the people we're hanging with, the influences in our ear, what our appetite is, the problem is we have the wrong appetite. And the weight that we gain is staying there because, you know, it's easy to put it on. But it's hard to get it off. 
Spiritually, what's your appetite? Where are you eating? Where are you? Who are you listening to? Who are you talking to? What's your predicament? Where are you going? Are you trying to do it by yourself? The burden of caring, trying to overcome an addiction by yourself? It's time. Lighten up. Go see a therapist. Go walk with somebody. It's okay. Endure to the end. Can't stop. Come on. Can't stop. Just keep going. You might not be able to stride out the way you used to. You might just be trotting. You still, you might just be walking by faith and not by sight. As long as you're moving in the right direction, the moment you stop, and the moment you think, I'm shame and I'm embarrassed and I'm this and I'm carrying all this guilt, you're going to start to turn to something to make you feel better. Weed, smoking, pornography, do all these other things. Can we just say it right now? Lighten up. Finish strong. Don't quit. Amen? Okay, we've got to get to the text. But before we get to the text, in Hebrews 11, it talks about faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, the reality of the thing you're hoping for that you can't see. But they give this hall of faith, kind of like a hall of fame. And it says, by faith, God created the universe by speaking it into existence. That's the kind of God we serve. And by faith, we understand and believe why it don't make sense. We believe that that's the kind of God that he is. That's why he's Yahweh. That's why he is Jehovah Jireh. That's why he's Adonai. All those things that we can't understand, but we believe by faith. By faith, Abel provided a more acceptable gift than Cain did. And the evidence was because he was considered righteous by God, because God approved of his gift. By faith, Enoch went up to heaven and didn't die. The Bible says that he disappeared. God took him. Oh, you questioning what you believe right now. You questioning what you... But by faith, it said that Enoch was a man who was known to please God. So I asked myself, God, am I pleasing you right now? God, am I pleasing you? Ask yourself, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever situation you're in. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because we've got to believe that he is who he says he is. And if we don't believe that, there's no way we're going to end up in his presence. By faith, Noah built this big old boat. And he condemned the world saying, it's going to rain, get on board. It was by faith. It was by faith that Abraham left his home, left his family, left everything because God said to go. And he went not knowing where he was going. But he went and he followed God. He lived in tents, he and his sons. Because there was a foreigner in that land. But by faith, by faith, Sarah, Sarah was of, of, of a barren woman. She was of, of, of an age that she was no longer could have children. And God spoke a promise to her. And by faith, she had a child. 
by faith the children of Israel. After they left Egypt and crossed over the, the Red Sea, it was by faith they had to step into the sea. By faith they had to trust God. By faith it was the children of Israel who was, was, was given an instruction to walk around Jericho seven times and on the seventh day walk around seven times and the walls came crashing down. By faith. Not by, not by doing a model, something as a copycat, but following the word of God. And you can put it up now. On November 12th, it's just one more thing. When, before we can do a community prayer walk, God is calling us to a unity prayer walk. Where we take the model and we pray unto God and by faith, we we'll believe that there's walls of oppression and walls of poverty and walls of, of anxiety and walls of all those things will become crashing down in this neighborhood. But before we can get to the community, we got to walk around our own walls. Because the same walls are out there, the same walls are in here. And they're heavy. They're heavy. And God is telling us to lighten up. You get it before we go? Before we go, you, you better get it. God's going to make sure. All right, so you can go to the next one. All right, the text. To encourage us, it says, after all those by faith and the litany of the faithful, he says, therefore. Anytime you see therefore, you might want to ask the question, what is it therefore? And the reason it's there is to encourage us by having witnesses, people who have walked by faith. But I guarantee you there's some people right now in here that has trusted God at his word. And God has shown himself strong and you're here today. And I wonder, do I have a witness in the house? Sometimes you don't have to take my word for it. You know for yourself. Because he's trying to encourage because you know why. It's heavy. The weight is heavy. He said, strip off, cast off, take off the weight, the thing that keeps slowing us down. We can't run. We've got all this stuff we're carrying. God has got destiny for us. He's got promises for us. He's got renewed generational promises for us. He's got, he's got financial blessings for us. He's got total healing for us. He's got deliverance for us. Strip it off. When you strip it off, take it off and put it down. Sometimes we take it off and we hold on to it. We hold on to it. And what we do, because we try to run with it, and we stay close to the edge, and we're trying to run close to the edge, sin is right there. God's saying, why are you staying so close to the edge of sin? You're trying to run your race. You already got all this weight on you. You're unbalanced anyway. It won't take much for you to fall. He said, if you're going to fall, go in a place of safety. You know, broad is the way that leads to destruction and narrow is the way that leads to everlasting life. It's tight. It's tight. He said, stop playing. Take it all, put it down, and let it go. What is it right here? You need to let go. Generationally. Relationally. Physically. 
What is it that you're just holding on to? He said, especially, especially. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all got something we're struggling with. Especially the sin that keeps tripping us up. It's the same one. It's been there the whole time. We know it's going to trip us up. We know it. We keep running right back to it. He says, stop tripping. Stop tripping. He gives us witnesses because the weight is heavy. It's heavy on all of us. Because it's heavy, what he really wants us to know, there's tension. You know the truth. You know the truth. But there's trauma. So it creates tension. And the tension is heavy. You know his promises. But you still got problems. God spoke purpose. You've prayed. But you're still in persecution. It creates tension. You know that you've got to walk by faith, and you're trying. You are. But at the same time, you know you're still flawed because you keep falling. You haven't fallen as much as you used to, but you keep falling. It creates tension. You know that you have to endure, but you're in here right now, and you are exhausted. And God says, lighten up. But then he gives us the way after the workout. Hang on. He says, and look, there was running. And 9 o'clock, I was watching them. And they was just running. It was a different pace. Everybody was running their own race. And I just believe nobody entered that race, or hardly anybody, that didn't work out, that didn't prepare, that didn't make some preparation. Do you know where the work is, how you work on this? Do you know how to work on what we're talking about, how to take some weight off. You want to know where it is? It's right here. James says, count it all joy when you fall into trouble. Various temptations, issues, and situations, like the ones that we're in now. And say, so when you're in that space and you call on God and you learn to endure with him and you learn patience, the work is when you stay with him and you don't quit. He won't quit on you. Let me just tell you, if you're in trouble right now and you're struggling, it's his hand. He disciplines those he loves. If he moves his hand, we're going to go do whatever it is because there's no correction. So if you're struggling, the work is when there's issues and there's problems and there's predicaments and you got to deal with it and you got to work together. You got to do all that. That's the work. Then he goes on to tell us, hey, look, the way's here. Here's the way. What are you looking at? No. What are we looking at? It wouldn't have applied individually because then that's not what makes sense. 
What are we looking at? What is our focus? Where are we turning to for, mm, I don't know, pastime? Where are we turning to for instruction? Where are we going in order to get comfort? What are we doing? What's the action? Where is it? What's the stuff? The way, he says, keep your eye on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. You want more faith? Keep your eye on Jesus. Because he will keep your attention through it all. And he'll give you reasons and purpose because you're going to be on your face. You're going to stay with it. You're not going to understand it at the time, but he got your attention. And when he has your attention, you become more aware of why you're going through what you're going through. But if you ain't looking at him, you can't see the reason you're going through. If he keeps your attention and you don't quit, you keep looking into Jesus, he'll make you more aware. The reason why he wants you to be aware, because we have authority, we don't even know. Jesus, he's got, he is the author. That means he's got the authority and he's given it to us. You can lighten up. You can speak to your issues, speak to your problems, speak to it. Not a name and claim it necessarily, but you got to declare something. You got to stand on his word. And the reason, because he wants you to be in alignment. If you're here and you know you're out of position and the stuff you're carrying ain't yours and you feel like you want to quit and you feel like you want to hold on to it and play with it by the edge, God knows. And if you're still playing with it by the edge, you're going to be a long time before that blessing comes. It's going to be a long time. He's going to give you grace and favor. But the true purpose that God has, God says, I need you in the center. I need you giving me your very best that if you should fall, you might fall, but you got some room. You're in small group. You're going to therapy. You're talking to somebody. Somebody's got you hedged in. You're not by yourself, but on the edge. You know the, you know the one, that, the one, the sin that keeps tripping you up? Nobody needs to know about that one. I ain't going to show them that. God wants the one that has not yet been yielded unto God. That's the one he wants. And it's not for me. Well, I got mine too. We all got something. Lighten up. He gives us the witnesses for encouragement because he knows the weight is heavy. And because the weight is heavy, he knows we got to work at it. We got to get more so we can endure. But he also shows us the way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all that you have need will be added unto you. But we have to remember through it all, ah, we win. Man, I got to deal with the weary. Yes, <laughs> there'll be some weary times. Amen. Jesus said, look, he said, he said to us, he said, look, I knew what it was going to cost to get to the cross. Right. He said, but I despised the shame. I just kept going because he found his motivation from the finish line. Right. We're not focused on where we're running from. Depression, anxiety, self-esteem, all those things. We're focusing on where we're running to. And the finish line should be our motivation. But we get weary sometimes because of hardship, because of death, mama and them and daddy and them and the children and all that. So we stop running. Just keep walking. Walk by faith, not by sight. But we win. <laughs> uh, no, we're about to win. <laughs> Because of the joy that was set before him, he did it all for us.
We win. It says, now Jesus is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. He's, don't you know he said that we are an heir of Christ, a joint heir of Christ? That, yeah, we might stumble and bumble and be tripping sometimes. Ah, uh, this is fits right here. But I got to say to myself, God chose me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He chose me to be a child of the king. When I said, yes, Lord, when you said, yes, Lord, he opened up the, the kingdom. So don't you know if he opened up the kingdom, we have dominion in the kingdom? And because we have dominion in the kingdom, we can walk by faith and not by sight. So whatever it is that has been heavy upon you in your life, somebody needs to... Come on, Marlon. I've been trying just to get there because, hey, whoa, whoa. At some point, we can leave me like, oh. God, even now, God, I pray, Lord, that you would quicken our hearts and our spirits. God, not for anybody, but just for you. God, even now, reign over. Woo! Take over. Have your way. And whatever you want to do, God, if you need to peel it off, God, please help me to put it down and let it go. God, we're going to stand with you because you have never lost a battle. You are our champion. And you are undefeated. Right here. Right here. Let's lighten up. Amen. George, would you stand with me? Thanks so much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope.elam.org.